ever wish you could just randomly make several thousand dollars from a non-existent digital product? Well, it is possible and you're going to learn how to do that today. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel women just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by building a business online. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and it's time to build your empire. Welcome back, Rebels. Today we are talking about a hot topic I know you are going to be fascinated with. The idea of selling something that does not exist yet, more properly known as pre-selling. Basically, basically this means that you have an idea for a product and you sell the idea before you've actually even created the product. You create the product after you have sold it already. My amazing and talented friend Christy is on the show today to spill her personal story on making over $5,000 by selling a product that literally did not exist. Christy is a virtual assistant, podcaster, business mentor, and serial entrepreneur. She's the founder of her personal brand, Coffee with Christy, as well as VA for a Day. Her original project-based virtual assistant service where she creates automated systems for creative, for creative girl bosses. Following the success of VA for a Day and after taking a position on Team Jasmine Star, Christy began her virtual service, uh, services mentorship program to make a bigger impact, helping online service-based entrepreneurs run their businesses profitably and efficiently. She lives and works in Nashville, Tennessee with her boyfriend Addison and their two cats. I personally love Christy's spunk, her willingness to take risks, and her eagerness to literally dive headfirst into everything that she does. Her story that she's going to be sharing with you today is honestly a simple one, and I think after listening, you just might reconsider the idea of pre-selling your digital product. There are far more pros than cons, and who knows, you could be just one pre-sale away from your first four-figure or five-figure launch for a product that doesn't even exist. How amazing does that sound, right? Before we turn it over to Christy, I want to remind you that I'm going to be raffling off an Amazon gift card for $25 when we reach the next 50 reviews on iTunes. So if you care about Rebel Boss Ladies, I'd love you forever and ever and ever if you hit the pause button and let and leave us a five-star review. It will not take you more than a moment of your time, but it will make a huge difference for us on Team Rebel, and we will love you for it forever. To the podcast. Thanks, Eden. Tell us a little bit more about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, <laughs> I started my entrepreneurship journey when I was 19, which was now four years ago. Um, but I started a string ensemble business, actually. Um, I'm a violinist and I was a music education major in college. And I started in a string ensemble called Got Strings because I just felt like there weren't many string ensembles in the Shenandoah Valley. And I wanted to, quote unquote, get more gigs. So... I built a brand. <laughs> That's what everyone does, right? All musicians. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I built a brand and it quickly became like the biggest string ensemble in Virginia. So um, I'm still running that remotely. And so that was my first business. Then I went on to start uh, Coffee with Christy, which is a personal brand podcast, YouTube channel, blog <laughs> about 20 something entrepreneurship. 
And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing now, uh, along with being a virtual assistant called VA for a day. Um, that was born last summer out of just pure necessity. Like I didn't have, I didn't have money to pay my bills <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, and I really just needed some extra cash and I did not want to go to a nine to five. Like that was just not happening. So um, I started VA for a day, which was a project based virtual assistant service. It was a way for me to basically have a business that aligned with my personal goals where I could work with people just you know, project based, like whenever I could fit them into my schedule. And it was really simple stuff like setting up their client management system and things like that. Um, stuff that came naturally to me. So yeah, I started VA for a day last summer as well. Uh, my boyfriend and I have a podcasting edited, editing business, uh, and podcast services. I've got, um, a direct sales business selling makeup and skincare, Clearly, I've got a lot going on. Um, I probably sound more scattered than I feel in my brain, uh, but I always tell everyone, like, I feel like in my head, I'm very clear. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know that I've got, like, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I know I've got a lot of different things. I plan on selling some businesses. Like, I've got big goals for each one. I sound like I have no idea, like, what my goals are in life, and I sound like I'm all over the place, but uh, I, I can assure you, that it's not as crazy as it sounds. So yeah, I own five businesses and I live in Nashville, Tennessee with my boyfriend Addison and our two cats who are the love of our lives. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. Um, I love that you mentioned that you kind of created your business to just fit with your goals and your schedule. Mm -hmm. And that it makes sense for you in your head because like you know, we're always focused on our customers and stuff, but it's also like at its very core, entrepreneurship is for us. Like I always say, entrepreneurs are definitely selfish and rightfully so. Like, <laughs> like in all the right ways, it sounds bad. Like the, I wish there was a better word to say selfish. <laughs> no, I love that. No, I totally love that. Yeah, that's so true. We are selfish. I mean, and it's not, it's not necessarily like you said, like in a negative selfish way. It's just, I build my business around my life. I don't build my life around my businesses, you mm -hmm. know? So that's kind of, I got that from like Lewis house. He always calls himself a lifestyle entrepreneur. And I reached out to him one day and I said, what does that mean? What, what is a lifestyle entrepreneur? And he was like, I build my, my uh, life around, I mean, build my businesses around my life. And I was like, wow, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. I feel like that's what I do too. Cause like, what else is the point of being on this earth? <laughs> Not to get Seriously. too philosophical, but like, <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people do fall into that trap of, you know, they get a job or even they start a business. You know, a lot of times people start businesses because they want to have freedom, but then they become a slave to their business and they, you know, are working 60 plus hours a week as an entrepreneur. And I, like, it doesn't have to be that way. It's your business. Like you call the shots. I was reading something once where someone was saying they were an accountant and they were talking about like they see all their, you know, their small business, an accountant for small businesses. And so they saw during tax season, all of the, um, like, you know, the finances for a wide variety of different businesses. And she was saying like, you know, some people who are making over six figures are not really even making that big of a profit. And then there are some people who are making way less than six figures, but taking home like a much bigger profit and their lifestyle is just so much better. And I thought that was so fascinating because like, 
it's just such a big difference you know people who just want to make more dollar signs and are so focused on the big bucks and not at all focused on the lifestyle that they can live depending on what business that they make exactly so that's definitely yeah. yeah thank you for bringing that up it's super important so I don't remember, we were just talking about this before we hit the record button, but I don't remember how I found you, but I somehow ended up on your <laughs> site and I was reading your story. Somewhere on your site, you started to talk a little bit about a mentorship program that you sold before it even existed. So tell us a little bit more about that. Like, where did this come from? Yeah, well... <laughs> I guess it was probably the end of January. It's so funny. So a girl DM'd me on my VA for a day Instagram account. And she was like, I'd love to know more about the behind the scenes of your business. Like I've been a virtual assistant for over a year and I don't have nearly as many clients as you that I see in your stories. Like, would you ever consider starting a mentorship program? And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> <Sure>. and, <laughs> and like on the one hand, I felt like very unqualified because I had only had my virtual assistant business since July and this was January. Right. But on the other hand, I was thinking, well, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19. I definitely know that the fact that I book weeks and now months at, at the time it was weeks. Now it's months in advance. Like, and I'm constantly turning down VA work. It was a good indicator of the business's success. You know what I mean? So I was kind of feeling like I'm really unqualified. I just started my business. And then I was like, well, time doesn't really matter. I know age doesn't matter. I'm 23. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I thought like, well, what the hell? I'll tell her that I have a program. <laughs> and if she goes for it, I'll do it. And if she doesn't, no worries. Cause like it doesn't exist, you know? So I was like, yeah, it's super low key. Like I only offer it when someone asks like this, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four week program and you know, for a one-time payment of uh, 175 or two payments of a hundred, you know, you could, you receive two 30 minute one-on-one -on -one phone calls with me to get clear on your income goals, offerings and strategy as a VA. And you'll have access to a few of my resources, such as like sample email templates, the Trello board that I use to organize my products, how to find clients, etc. I made that up. <laughs> like, I'm not even being dramatic. Like I legit made it up on the spot, like everything from the price to the non-existent resources to the 30 minute calls. Like I made up all of it and it was kind of bizarre to me because it was, I came up with it in like two minutes. Like I read the message and I was like, I had this entire like, oh yeah, okay. I can just put this together right now. And, <laughs> and I was surprised at myself, like how quickly I was able to make up a program that didn't exist. But anyway, so I sent that over to her and you know, she said, great, sign me up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. Now I need to create this thing. And I mean, I was excited because I just made $175 because, you know, it was exciting. But at the same time, I was like, oh, no, that means that I need to actually create this thing. So, um, yeah, I sold the program to her. And then, you know, I realized that since I had already, I had had so many people reaching out to me like over the past six months asking me how I get clients and how I organize my projects and all the things. I decided to kind of go back in my DMs and remember like a couple of people who've asked me about, you know, my, um, my virtual assistant business behind the scenes in the past. And so I reached out to five girls, um, and told them exactly what I had said to the other girl. And, you know, two of them said yes out of the five. And I was like, great. So now we're up to almost 500 bucks, like, right? Or something like that. I can't do math. And then, <laughs> and I was really excited. So then I posted, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this thing, I might as well do it right. And so I posted on my Instagram stories and 
long story short, I had um, four more girls say yes. So I had seven people join the program um, in that first uh, cohort. I was kind of advertising it like I'm only doing it for the month of February, blah, blah, blah. But then after I finished it in February, <laughs> I realized that I'm not just doing it for February. Um, so yeah, I made $1,250 uh, based on those seven people who invested in the program before it existed. And I mean, I've listened to your podcast. I know that like your last, your one of your last interviews, she had made like $13,000 or something on a course. So I know that just over $1,000 is not like, oh my gosh, like, but you have to understand, like for me, who like wasn't planning on launching anything and had never monetized my brain. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I had never monetized, like just knowledge that I had. I've only monetized performing for weddings and special events, performing a service for someone. You know what I mean? Like I, I had never monetized like the knowledge that I had in my brain. Um, so yeah, that's that, that's how that happened. <laughs> I, I love that you did this. I mean, most people would call this pre-selling an idea that they have. Pre-selling is like a le- legitimate strategy that some people would implement in terms of validating an idea before they actually go out and create it. I think that's smarter than what most people do, which is spend all their time creating a product that there's a chance no one actually wants and no one ever bought. How many people were following you on Instagram at the time? Yeah, I mean, probably uh, on my VA for a day Instagram, like 800. I didn't think it was that much, actually. I think it was more like seven. Yeah. <laughs> so 700 people-ish and you made all of your sales from Instagram. Every wow. single one. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I have an email list, but they're not super engaged because I don't send them anything. I need to work on that. Uh, that's, <laughs> so a, that's a market you guys have into. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the whole email thing. I totally know that, but um, I'm on hire a VA, which is hilarious because I am one. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I only sold it on Instagram. It was just the girls who had reached out to me in DM, and then me posting it on my stories, and a couple more joined from there. How would you change the price if at all? based on the results that you got? Oh yeah, Um, I did. So I launched that program in February. I spent the whole month of February dripping out the content. Um, I basically had created the the program around the fact that it didn't exist yet. So because there was four weeks in February and it was really satisfying because there's 28 days and it's actually like, you know, four groups of seven instead of like 31 days or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm weird and like organized in my brain like that. (laughs) That made me happy. So I took like four chunks of seven days and kind of broke it down as far as, you know, what they would get on week one, what they do on week two, three, and four. Um, since I had overpromised all these resources that didn't exist, I set those to be released to them on week three. So I would have almost, you know, I'd have about three weeks to create those resources. I, so I made week one, I made one guide, which was on getting clear on your offerings and goals as a VA, um, having them kind of go through their strengths and what they're good at and what could be offered as a virtual service, what their income goals are. And I had a corresponding questionnaire that went out as well. That's the only thing they got during week one. Now the program looks different, but during that first, you know, that's all I had created. So that's what they got (laughs) during week one. Week two, they had their first 30 minute phone call with me. And then after that uh, week three, they received all of the other resources, which gave me time to create them. So I made ones like my pricing formula, which I literally also made up in that couple weeks, but people said it was mind blowing. So I was like, great. Um, 
<laughs> do you know. use that now? Your pricing? I, I do. Now it's like a signature thing, but it wasn't at the time. <laughs> it was just something that was burst out of my brain one day when I was like, what do people need to know when they're starting a virtual services business? They need to know how to price themselves. And I kind of reverse engineered how I did it. Um, so that's something I had created. And then I also wrote a guide on how to find clients, um, prepping your Instagram bio for sales, using Facebook groups to find clients, because that's how I've always done it. I've never you know, paid for advertisement or anything. Um, so yeah, I just created a lot of guides that, that for that third week. And then week four, they had their second 30-minute call, which was basically, I just said, what do you want to know? Like, what, what are your questions? You've got me for a half hour. What, what questions do you have about your business? And it was really valuable. So to answer your question, after the program, I had gotten like a lot of great feedback um, on my coaching style and on my um, the resources that I provided and everything like that. And um, the girls had said like, this was an amazing program. I even put at the bottom of my feedback questionnaire, how much would you have paid for this? Because I knew that 175 mm, was cheap yeah. as hell. Like I knew that, <laughs> but I wanted to know really how much they would have paid. And some of the girls, I mean, one of the girls said that she would have paid a thousand dollars for it. I was like, Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but most of them said between like five and $800. Okay. And that was good feedback for me because I didn't, I would never have charged that much money for my mm -hmm. time. I just wouldn't have. That's a mind shift that I needed to have uh, reading that and from the feedback questionnaires of people saying I would have paid, you know, 497. Like that would be a good price for your next one. Blah, blah. So yeah, the price adjusted. So the next time I did it, I, again, only advertised on Instagram. Um, I did, however, have people on a wait list on my email because I basically during February was posting a lot during on Instagram during the mentorship program. And I was saying, you know, I'm creating these resources and, you know, I'm just very active on my Instagram stories. So creating these resources and call with so-and-so today and like that kind of stuff. So people were getting excited about it and they kept asking, you know, when's the next one? When's the next one? And I'm like, I don't know. I, so I said, put their, put your email on this list and MailChimp and I'll, I'll let you know. So I released the next one in April and I had another seven girls join it. Um, but this time I had raised the price from 175 to 375 um, or two payments of 200. Um, so yeah. And that, that got me to like $2,300 or so. Mm -hmm. um, again, not super good at math. I think that's around there. Uh, I think it was like 2350 was like the exact number. Uh, so that second program in April. So yeah. Uh, to answer your question, long story short, I did raise the price based on the feedback that I got. You know, I, I did raise the price and I also had added so many resources that second round that I went from telling people that they were going to get three resources to now there's over 15. So it's actually like a very, it's just a very much growing program and it's being built mm -hmm. based on people's feedback. Yeah. What's it called? No, uh, I was just calling it the VA for a day mentorship program. I need to come up with a better title. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what? It doesn't, the title doesn't even matter that much. It's really like the message that you, that you give to your people. And it sounds like, like how many people are on your Instagram now? I think like nine, nine and change. Okay. Yeah. So like you have a tiny Instagram, no offense. I have a smaller yeah. Instagram than you, but like you have a no. small Instagram and you're able to get customers just from that. Like, do you know how many people watch your stories every day? I think around hmm, one to 200. 
Okay. Yeah. That's super good. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah that's for everyone listening. Who's like, I have a small social media account. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. When people say, yeah, when people say like, oh, I can't monetize. I have under, I have under 10K followers. I'm like, BS, I have under a thousand followers. Yeah. It's like you can definitely make good money. And I know that I could have sold it for more and all the things, but it was still being workshopped. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't necessarily want to be, keep selling something that was not like for a lot of money that was really not completely perfected. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to keep it at an affordable price. And I also knew that when people are investing in something to start a business, like you don't have the capital. I remember what it was like. You don't have 997 for an online course. Yeah. Like when you're starting a business, that's my market. Obviously, you know, people are making courses for all different types of niches that in your audience. So it, right. it, that may not apply to everyone. But for me, I'm selling to brand new virtual services business owners. Like they don't have more than 400 bucks to lay down on something in reality, you know, and I want to be able to help as many people as I can. And to me, that's just making this as affordable as possible. And since now I have created the 15 guides and I have the clarity questionnaire and I've got automated workflows to drip it out to them and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm nerdy like that. All it really is, is just the two 30 minute calls. And that to me is worth the 400 bucks they're paying, you know, like that's plenty for me. Um, I'm not, I'm not out. I'm not in it to like make a boatload of money. I just want to help as many people as I can start businesses. Cause I knew how many mistakes I made in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And I think that's totally fair for you to start low while you're workshopping something and just kind of grow it between the first time you ran it and the second time did you, I know you collected feedback, but were you able to also collect testimonials that you used the second time you launched it? I did. Yeah. I have, um, I have a couple of them that I had put basically on the, I call it a sales page, but it's really very, uh, casual, (laughs) but basically like the page on my website that talks about the virtual assistant mentorship program. Um, I added a bunch of testimonials on there from people, um, saying like, you know, Christy's your go-to mentor. Like there's, you know, she teaches you literally all that she knows, which is true. Like I give away everything I know. I think that, I think that sometimes people are afraid of giving away all they know in their industry because they're afraid it's going to create more competition for themselves. (laughs) You know, like people afraid to teach photographers how to shoot well. And I, I hear people who like, don't like photographers, for example, who don't have a mentorship program for anybody within 90 miles of their hometown because they're afraid of creating the scarcity. You know, they have such a scarcity mindset about mm-hmm. like what's yeah. going to happen when they when they mentor other people. But to me, it's like, gosh, there are so many business owners. Everyone needs a VA. Like <laughs> everyone does, whether it's project based, just to do a couple things here and there. You know, answer my emails while I'm on vacation. Like it doesn't have to be part time or full, you know, full time or anything like that. Like just people need random stuff done in their business and they're willing to pay for it because they're willing to pay for their own time to get that time back. So I was not afraid in my programs to give away everything that I knew about being a VA and just teach them all of my tricks. I gave them templates for exactly what to say in DMs to people to get clients. Like I just, I gave away everything. So I was able to accumulate testimonials pretty quickly from that first and second rounds because they were really impressed why how much I didn't hold back. 
tell us a little bit about how you reached out on Instagram. Do you remember some of the specific messages that you sent and did you have to like really encourage people to buy or was it very simple? Um, it depended on the, per- no, I didn't really have to encourage people to buy. There were probably 30 people who reached out to me after I posted on Instagram stories, at least 25, um, that were interested in the program, but only like four of them actually signed up. Right. Like, so there were, I think statistically, that's probably pretty accurate. Like, you know, the amount of people that are on your list or whatever, but yeah, there was 20, I think there was 25 who reached out to me and four of them said yes. Um, but I send them all the same exact generic message, just saying, Hey girl, I'm running this mentorship program for the first time, only for the month of February. Now this is that first time. Um, you know, I'm so excited to, to be sharing everything that I've learned over the past, um, eight months of my business. Um, you know, how I grew it to like five figures without a single paid ad and things like that. And then I just was like, it comes with two 30 minute phone calls. It's got these, you know, resources such as, cause I didn't even know what the resources were going to be. So like resources such as like blah, 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 three different like random examples that I thought I would be able to create. And I just said, it's 175 or two payments of a hundred, you know, it starts on February 1st. And this was, I mean, this was the very end of January. Like when I was talking about this on Instagram stories, it was like January 25th, 26th. I think that combined, you know, the fact that it was rapidly approaching and the fact that it was like, I didn't know if I would ever offer this again because I was only doing it the one time to see if I'd like it. That scarcity and the fact that like time was running out and they only had a couple more days to enroll if they wanted to and, you know, things like that um, really helped me sell it that first time. The second time I sent a very similar message, (laughs) but it was a little bit more, um, a little bit more strategic, I think. And it didn't have as much fluff. It was just like, Hey girl, I know, like I would reach out to the 25 girls who had reached out to me, right? Like uh, over the last time I just be like, Hey girl, I'm doing the mentorship program again. I know that you were interested, but at the time, you know, you didn't have the cash or you weren't sure if you being a VA was exactly what you wanted to do doing it again. Just wanted to keep you posted. You know, here are the details of it. And, you know, sometimes people would respond and say, it's not for me. I decided not to start a VA business or sometimes people be like, yeah, sign me up. And then I wouldn't hear from them or some of them actually did sign up. So I think it was a pretty good mix, but for the most part, I sent everybody like the same generic message that same time. If I could do it over, I'd probably send more personalized messages. I'd probably send more audio messages, like voice texts on DMS and things like that. I think it probably would have sold better, but I was so sounds bad, but I was so like unemotional about the whole thing. Like I was just, it's not like this was like this course that I've like invested my blood, sweat and tears in for the past year. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And I've created courses and I know how that feels, but this was not that. Like, I just was very much like, if you want it, I got it. If you want to learn how to be a VA, I can teach you. I want to help you, but I don't want to help you if you don't want to be helped. So I'm not going to convince you to buy something that you don't want. I was very unemotional about the whole thing. So I, I was just kind of like, here's the details. If you want it, you got it. It was a very like transaction-y kind of thing. And that, you know, your half your audience is probably like, wow, what a bitch. But I just mean like legit. Like I just wasn't, you know, <laughs> I was just very not super. I wasn't offended if they said no. I just kind of yeah. wung it. You know? 
Well, I think that's really cool though. We're always so wrapped up in this stuff. I don't know. Like I, I kind of like your mindset here. You know, it's not, it's not personal. That's the thing. Like if someone says no, it's not that they have anything against you. It's just not right for them. And if you really, as a business owner, want what's best for your people, then them saying no isn't a bad thing. Like that's what's best for them right now. Yeah. It's not about me. Yeah, exactly. It's just not about me. <laughs> It's, it's all has to do with them. If they want to talk to me, I had, you know, one or two girls that wanted to like talk to me about, you know, their feelings about it. And I'm glad to talk about it with them. You know, I got on the phone with them and we really decided whether or not the program was for them. But if somebody just said, nope, I was like, all right, well, moving on. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I actually do that as part of my launch sequence. I invite people to um, get on like a 15 minute call with me where I literally tell them yes or no. <laughs> it's not them saying, do I want it? It's me saying you're not ready for it or you're definitely ready for it. So what are your plans for the future with this? <laughs> uh, well, I did actually release all of my guides as a separate thing that you could buy. Okay. Um, Cause I said like, you know, some people just want to read like people, people, everybody learns differently. Um, some people don't want the mentorship and, you know, I do recognize, like I own five businesses. Like I, I, I recognize that my time is valuable. I tend to downplay that, you know, I'll talk to, I'll get coffee with anybody. Somebody's like, Hey, I'm in Nashville. Like, can I pick your brain? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, all that kind of stuff. And it's bad. Cause like, I really shouldn't do that because I have a lot on my plate and I should not be just like talking to everybody for free. So that being said, I decided to kind of change it over for the for the current time, it may change, but right now I made it so that you can purchase the guide bundle and it's like 15 guides. I also, of course, cause I'm extra, I made like three uh, tutorials, like how to start your email list using MailChimp, like the literal like buttons to press, like go to mm -hmm. campaigns, like very simple stuff. Um, my sample Trello board, a Dubsado overview tutorial on like how to manage your clients and invoices, contracts, questionnaires, things like that. Um, so yeah, I created a couple of like screen grabbing tutorials, how to use Planoly to, um, plan out your Instagram posts, things that come naturally to me, but I realized that they're not actually natural. It's just over four years of owning a business. It's not even just stuff that I've learned since starting VA for a day. It's stuff that I, I have all the way back in my brain from got strings, you know, stuff like that. Right. So I made that guide bundle. And so it's like the three video tutorials, the sample Trello board and um, 15 guides, which are all extremely detailed and that's 197. And so I made that a very passive, you know, you can just go on my website, buy it, check out and you know, it's housed in Kajabi, you get all the stuff and whatever. And then um, I decided to make the, the calls a, um, an add on to the guide bundle. So you can only get to talk to me on the phone if you've purchased my guide bundle before because what I was finding was that I would randomly like sell somebody a call this was also like a side note to the business like after I went through that second people would be like can you just get on the phone with me I'd, yeah I'd be like yeah 200 bucks I'll give you all my stuff and we'll get on the call for an hour and um I found that a lot of times people didn't go through any of the resources and I was just answering the same questions that I would already created guides on. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was easy, right? I could just pull up the guide on my computer and read straight from it, but that wasn't beneficial to them. Like they could have gone through all of the guides first and then they could have had the call to actually ask additional questions to that. So I made the call, the add on to the guide bundle. 
when they can add that on after they've purchased it. And I make sure that they've gone through the guide bundle before I make them answer a questionnaire that like shows that they have not like a test, but just kind of make sure that they've gone through it. Um, and yeah. And then I also added on two additional kind of features to getting the call. So when you get the guide bundle, it's extremely passive. You just get the bundle and that's it. You can go through the resources, whatever. But there are two additional things that you get if you add on your call to just kind of incentivize people to do that. And one of them is the VA for Day directory. So you get to put your, um, your, your business name, your services, your Instagram handle, your website, all that kind of stuff in there. And then everybody who's gone through that program has access to the directory where they can refer each other for projects that they don't do. Like I personally only give leads to the people who are in the directory, um, which happens all the time. Like my, my friend Jess, she's, well, I call her my friend now. She started out as a mentorship student of mine. Um, but you know, Jess, like she gets all of my copywriting clients. And I just, every single time that somebody reaches out to me about copywriting, I used to do that. I don't anymore. And I'm like, Hey girl, no worries. I've got somebody for you. Her name's Jess. She's a cultivate virtual. Like, here you go. You only get that perk. If you're in the directory, getting all of my referrals for the services that you offer because people have different niches and I don't do everything. <laughs> so, um, so that's one perk. And then the other one is the Facebook group for them to network. Um, Maybe I'll turn that into a membership site one day, but not now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's the Facebook group where they can network with each other. I pop in there, do random trainings, things like that. Um, so yeah, those are the other two incentives for people to book a call with me as an addition to the guide bundle. So long story short, my goal is really to just make some passive income with the guide bundle. I've never really had true passive income in any of my businesses. I've always been selling a service or a product or things like that. So I'm looking forward to having passive income from the guide bundle and then just making extra money with people booking calls with me. Um, passive just, you know, on Calendly or whatever it's, I used Absato scheduler. Um, but I don't have necessarily like, income goals with it. Maybe you can help me with that. I don't know. Um, but I just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with it, man. Did, did you recently set that up or yeah. has it? Okay. So you're kind of waiting to see results for that. Yeah. Um, I set that up a week ago. No, not Okay. Even. So it's like yeah. no, brand spanking new. Brand well, new. I had cool. one girl buy it so far. And it was exciting because it was like oh, $200. And, you know, Did again, you? I get, I get so excited about like little things like that. Well, that's your first real passive income right there. Yeah. Yeah. You should be excited about that. That's the best feeling. <laughs> Did you know that that sale was coming in or was it a complete surprise? Uh, I kind of knew she was reaching out to me on Instagram and kept saying, when are you going to do the next program? When are you going to do the next program? And I kept being like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So then when that came out, I reached out to her and I just said, Hey, this is a thing. Um, here's the link. If you need, if you have any questions or want to know if it's right for you, let me know. And, and she bought it on the spot and I was like, great. One thing that I keep feeling when you're talking is like the word ease. Like for <laughs> me, when I hear you talking about your strategy here, it's just like, everything just seems really filled with ease for you. Like whatever happens, happens, <laughs> you know, you didn't really like, it, it wasn't too hard for you to pull this together. It's stuff you were already doing. It's just stuff you pulled from your brain. It's just, it's easy. Do you feel like that represents you? Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is by Jasmine Starr. Um, she says, I'm only responsible for the effort, not the outcome. 
that's basically how I live my life. Like I don't get attached to any type of outcome. Like I own all these businesses and I've, I've definitely got goals for them, but if I don't hit those goals, I'm fine because I know that I tried. Like as long as I'm just efforting and I'm working towards something, if that thing doesn't happen, I'm not heartbroken over it. And I mean, this is also to get all philosophical, but I mean, this is also probably because I'm an ENTJ on the Myers-Briggs. I'm an Enneagram three. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very unemotional about like most of my decision-making makes me sound like a robot kind of am. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I really like, I just, I'm such a pragmatic thinker. It's kind of weird, but it's just the way that my brain works. Like I just think so logically about everything, like there's no emotion in anything. And so I just kind of go, is this a good idea? Yes. Is this going to sell? I don't know. Let me try it out. Let's see if it sells. Like I just kind of logically think about everything. Um, and that's how I run my businesses. <laughs> that's so good. Most people are not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sure well, people are like, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I know. And I mean, really as a, as a VA, like that's my ideal client is somebody who doesn't think that way. Right. Like my ideal client is somebody who comes to me and is like, I am all over the place. I don't have any systems set up. I need automation and I need, you know, help organizing my clients. I need workflows and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, girl, I got you. Let me just lay it all out there and tell you exactly what you need to do. Like that's my ideal client. So, I mean, I love you guys. I kind of wish I was a little bit more like that creative artsy, like, you know, emotional type, but I'm just not. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the emotional type. I like set the goals. If we don't reach them, I'm definitely in mourning for a day. And then, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause I feel like it's good to know who you are and it sounds like your ideal clients fit with you really well. Like you're the compliment to who they are as a person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, this was fascinating. Is there any part of your story that we didn't touch on that you feel like we really need to know? Um, no, I don't think so. I just, I think, do you mind if I just give you kind of like a lesson? Oh, <laughs> like what do. I would love for you to take out of this? Because I'm all about like practical, tangible advice. And every every interview I do, I want to like really make sure I give people Yes, let's hear it. <laughs> and, and just in my mind, like, To hone in on the lesson, if you have an idea for a project, a course, a guide, a business, a service, a product, like whatever it is, you can sell it before it exists. And I mean, I know that you've talked about this on your podcast, but like, I want, I, like, I'm living proof that you can not only sell it before it exists, you can actually sell it before you even have the idea for it to exist. The key is to listen to people. When people are coming to you, and, and, you know, you may not have a huge audience and have a million people asking you questions, but my guess is you probably have had somebody in the past who's reached out and asked you if you have any advice on X, Y, Z, you know, Hey, you're a photographer. Do you get, you know, I get stressed out whenever I'm in harsh light. How do you take photos in harsh light? You know, Hey, you're graphic designer what tools do you use to actually you know create the logos do you use photoshop like i mean you whatever industry you're in you get questions from other people in your industry if you're doing your stuff right if you're posting on instagram if you're doing all the things and people can see that you're having success others want to have your success they want to know how you're doing it they want to know the magic formula they want to know your secrets 
They want to know your tips and your tricks and because they want to save themselves time. You know, they want to save themselves the hours of figuring it out on their own. So it all relies on listening. When somebody reaches out to you and says that they have a question, it's up to you to create it for them. It's up to you to like actually answer their question in a way that is going to serve them and their business. It's creating something from demand. You know, if you create something from demand for it, you'll make money before it exists. Like, you know, don't create something like you had said before, don't create something you think there will be a demand for and potentially waste your time. Cause then what happens? You've spent, you know, hours and hours and days working on something and nobody, nobody buys it. And that sucks. <laughs> it does. So, you know, test the waters, like see if people bite, release it incrementally like I did and, you know, just kind of build the course or the program or whatever it is around your schedule. I knew I didn't have time until week three to create those guides. So I didn't release them until week three. And I didn't tell my people that that's why I wasn't releasing them until week three, but like, no, I was going to be away the second week of February. So I knew I couldn't do them then. You know what I mean? It was just kind of do it, build your business around your life sell something based on demand. You're doing your audience a disservice by not serving them what they want. Like I truly believe that. So whether you have 10 followers or you have 10,000 followers, they follow you because you're giving them some sort of value. So serve them with what they want and you, and you could make over a thousand dollars in just a couple of days. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> like I'm living proof. So anyway, I hope that that's something that your audience takes away today. <laughs> Absolutely. That's an amazing place to wrap up. I hope you guys are feeling motivated and inspired to go sell something that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Christy, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Share, uh, share your social media account so we can stalk you virtually. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, my personal brand, the blog, podcast, and YouTube channel is Coffee with Christy. Uh, it's Christy with a K and ending in an I. Uh, VA for a day is my Instagram for my virtual assistant business that you've been hearing all about. And um, you can find me on coffeewithchristy.com. You'll see all of, all of the things there. <laughs> awesome. This was so much fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. This has been awesome. Next time on Rebel Boss Ladies, you'll hear from a Pinterest expert spilling her soul on all things Pinterest and digital products. Lots of Pinterest advice out there is outdated, but our guest next week is going to tell you all of the up-to-date information on how to get the most out of your account and your pins so that you can actually get qualified traffic over to your website. Thanks again for tuning in today, Rebels. If you loved the episode, please don't forget to leave us a review and share on social media. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.